Do you know that feeling when everyone is talking about a movie that you haven't seen? Have you ever felt compelled to make some vague comments just so you can join in the conversation? Well, what if you were in too deep? Do you think you could convince everyone that you'd seen it? Or do you think your version would be so much better that no one would care? Here at Faking Movies, we're always the ones who haven't seen the movie. Anything you can do, I can do better. I can do anything better than you. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Faking Movies. It's episode 149. Um, I'm Lee, and I'm getting very antsy because we have been recording for almost an hour, and we haven't even started yet. Is that true? Um, huh. Well, we've... Well, 40 we've minutes. We've been talking okay, for about an hour. So, yeah. two-thirds of an hour... Or sure, that's 66% most. 66% of an hour, so like, that's really not that much. <laughs> 51 is most of an hour. 51% hey, hey, is if most. In, if, if, if in this, uh, in this pandemic universe, uh, it's all pass-fail, it's not a C, so uh, mm, it's only a 66%, so this is a fail. It's not an hour. Wow. Rough. But don't worry, dear listener, we edited all that shit out for you. Oh, yeah, and by edited, you mean Lee just didn't listen to it and deleted it all. <laughs> I won't um, be surprised. Which makes if, Zach very if sad. If this episode starts, like, 15 minutes in, if you just scroll to a random point and you're like, that's the beginning, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> well, a couple things that I do want to mention. Uh, of course, this week I'm joined by my dear friend Zach. Hey, Zach. Hey, man. How's it going? Fine. Uh, I'm also <laughs> joined by my dear friend Seth. What's up, Seth? Oh boy, I'm the worst, and I feel bad now because he <laughs> is like antsy and angry, and I'm sorry, dude. Well, we're joined, of course, by our dear friend, uh, the fourth host, uh, or as I've pointed out before, probably the third host of the show. Uh, <laughs> our dear friend Marielle. Hey, Marielle, what's up? The hardest worker in the, the room. The hardest working sure. person in podcasts right now, today, 2020. <laughs> I mean, I like not just podcast wise. I literally have been home from work now for going on two weeks, um, and I gotta say, one thing I've learned in this time period is that making a pint glass of banana daiquiris for your podcast <laughs> was probably a bad idea. <laughs> I am so sick of banana daiquiris <laughs> right now. Like, oh, yeah, that's a lot of daiquiri, dude. Yeah. As, as I recall, it's called a nasty nanner. Yep, it is. When it's, yeah. when mm-hmm. it's a full pint, it's a nasty. and you cheers for Gran for Nan <laughs> for Nan. <laughs> this is Nan's pie for Nan. Uh, <laughs> True Blood. Watch that, because yeah, everybody's home. Just watch True Blood. It's on Amazon. And it lasts for a million years. Yeah, That's yeah like seven true. seasons, yeah. man. That is true. That will take uh, no. up some time. I don't want to. Do you like vampires well, fucking male or female? All of them? Because, man, there's a <laughs> lot of that. A ton of that. Do you wish that the X-Men movies had more Rogue? Sure, yeah. I'm not of really. Course. True Blood might be for you. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, that's that's really not for me. Mm. Well, Noted. anyway. Uh, so, this is our show. <laughs> I have a very tenuous grip on organizational standards right and, now. And in reality. Uh, in reality. <laughs> Zach asked me a few minutes ago how I was holding up with, like, not doing anything. And, and I, I lied because I said it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm really good. I promise I'm good. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everything's um, great, guys. So if one of you guys could take the ball and yeah, yeah, uh, get yeah. this episode uh, rolling, that'd be great. Lee, first off, I'm going to teach you some, some like hobbies, and then we'll move on. I have so many. I've been doing needlepoint. I've been <laughs> oh, taking yeah, walks. Right. I've been baking. Like Yeah. I will say that Lee has learned in the last two weeks that he is destined to be a shard mom because that is his best life. Oh, Working that's is true. not yeah. for Lee. That's oh true. God. And if ever there was a time to like lean into the shard mom life, this is it. Like this that's is the fair. Time. I should start drinking during the day. Yeah. I don't know what I have been to pull for. out a an analog clock and then look at it at eleven fifty nine a.m. and then go <laughs> and then shard. and shard i will say that Ah, straight to the dome i did get a lot of side eye from my side eye from my husband when i was mixing up the pod juice at like five o'clock he was like girl it's early what five is early talk and second of all i was like it's five yeah i'm done it's five o'clock that's literally the title of the song literally five o'clock i am my first of all this child starts drinking whenever he wants but he gave me the it was because it was rosé i think it was more like bitch you basic less than it was the time. it's literally all day rosé like that's why mm-hmm. we call it that unbelievable mm-hmm. yeah. i need it did you add that sprite in like you taught me Fuck. this one's this one's just ice oh. i kept it um, <laughs> on the rocks tonight um going strong we're, style. we're a little low on soda right now <laughs> i see yeah, and sprite rosé yeah. prioritize that's for life, a summer spritz i forgot about life sprite is it's so hard in the in the pandemic universe it but is. Mm-hmm. it is moving along marielle is making so a movie this week <laughs> Um, and it is, oh boy, it's a doozy, because, It, it technically damn, counts as a movie. <laughs> the, the Let me other, just tell you this The other off. three of us hosts almost lost our goddamn minds watching this. That was rough. So first oh, of all, no. Seth, as, as he often does, found some very good illegal free streams of this <laughs> movie. I sure did. And him, he and Zach watched yep. them, and then a few days later, I tried to, and they all got taken down <laughs> while I was trying to watch them. Mm-hmm. So I paid to watch this Marielle I paid to watch this movie <gasps> oh I forgot about that wow that's a really like that's a very generous sacrifice of you uh, yeah, I'm it's, shocked actually it's I probably was fully because... prepared to not watch it and pretend yeah. that I did but I felt like yeah no it's, it, it's probably because we put s- s- like so many hits on the regular ones that it pinged something <laughs> two well, to set it off which is certainly enough for this bullshit movie say, you know, I, sorry 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 i'm jumping ahead you say two you say two like with disbelief but there is some like history uh this is technically a remake and there's some fun history around the rights to that remake uh, yes um, indeed. that we'll talk about later and two views may actually be a record so <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, uh, so, Seth, if i, if I, I recall correctly you did one of the classic uh this is a I don't know, hour and 40 long movie, but it took you like six to watch it, I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> at, at the very, very least. Yeah. So yeah. We'll, we'll get into all that bullshit. But Marielle, first, tell us about the movie that we unfortunately had to watch <laughs> and made you fake. Okay, so this this one was extremely challenging for me. So oh, normally get oh, like a we, we have okay. a shared experience. for you apparently. <laughs> um, and so normally I'll just preface this saying I normally get like a week lead time, and I'm usually like within the third day. I'm like ideas are just flowing out oh, of me. So and we also like, dropped this one on you, yeah. right? We were we were just I like yeah, plenty of notice. Marielle uh, can definitely do this. <laughs> let's let's force this upon her. Unfortunately, I wrote this one like. 
today, which is like very last minute of me. I am not a procrastinator. Oh, because so you did what I do. Yeah. Yes. Every single time. One of us. One of us. One of us. Google gobble. Google gobble. One of us. Anyway. So the movie you gave me is called Pennies from Heaven. Sure is. Deep sigh. Um, yeah, and the cast, <laughs> the cast is fun. Uh, we've got Steve True. Martin. True, the cast is wonderful. You would think it the would cast would seem is like fun. a great cast, wouldn't it? <laughs> right? It's good. I got Steve Martin, mm-hmm. Bernadette Peters, a classic. American Treasure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chris Walken. I'm assuming this is Christopher Walken. Yeah. Like yeah. the He's only Chris Walken. by no other name than Chris Walken, yes. Okay. <laughs> And Jessica Harper, mm-hmm. who I will point also. out, I also did in Phantom of the Paradise. Right. So this is my exactly. second J Harps. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm so excited about that. J Harps. Repping that J Harp life. J Harps. Yep. And, and I just, yeah, she's great. Um, so I had two failed ideas for this one. Um, awesome. great. You can tell me what you guys think. Okay. So the first one was um, like a Simpsons Troy McClure style PSA. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. It's about the dangers of dropping coins from the top of the Empire State Building. Oh, oh shit. Pennies I from heaven. love that or, idea. Wow. Yeah, so, but the problem is I can't flesh that out any farther than like yeah. a one-sentence <laughs> summary. Yeah, if, other than like a 20-minute us yeah. riffing on different titles for Troy and <laughs> movies. Yeah. Like, that, that's yeah. a YouTube skit at best. That's, that's fair. Yeah, <laughs> so I was like, it's not really... I couldn't go any farther than one sentence, but it would be really educational. We could do some physics. Sure. We could do some like... You know, brain biology. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Anyway, absolutely. Yeah. And my other one that I also did not end up pursuing was a wacky sci-fi comedy of clones of Penny Marshall <laughs> to try to bring more women into the film industry. Sure. Sure. Okay, <laughs> that's pretty funny. Yeah. But there's a DNA error in the cloning, and some of them have like wings, so they look like angels. So people oh. think they're pennies from oh. heaven. Oh. Wouldn't that be so cute? It's like a, the fly, like, but Penny Marshall kind of sitch. Yeah, okay. Kind of like I could see that as like. Oh yeah, okay. I could, I could see that as like a mid two thousands Comedy Central animated show mm. that was only on during the summer. <laughs> yes, and only at two a.m. Specific, yeah. No, I'm thinking like it's it's on like right before Kid Notorious, that Robert Evans animated show oh, from ew. the same time period. Gross. I can see that, yeah. but it, anyway, again, I couldn't like flesh it out any farther than that. Sure. But I, if you, someone mm. wants to run with it, you are more than welcome. <laughs> I mean, I think we we kind of you're right. We did kind of exhaust yeah. that one. Just that's now. it. Like that's the whole that's thing. Fair. That's the whole joke. Yep. Um. So, do you guys want to hear what I came up with for real? Hmm. So my concept is I wanted to do a Steve Martin, Chris Walken, like wacky hijinks buddy comedy. Perfect. Uh-huh. Have not done one of these yet. And I will, there is a part that I will do a little crowdsourcing. So you, you guys will enjoy that. Okay. Yes, All we right. shall. So Pennies from Heaven, has, it starts with an opening sequence of a camera following a red velvet kiss lock coin purse through hundreds of years of human history. Oh. So this could be the Renaissance. European colonialism, Victorian era, Cold War. It's just, there's no faces, but we see this little object. It's in people's hands. It's on tables. It's in drawers. And you can tell the time period based on some identifier, clothes or furniture or whatever, but it's like, actually probably thousands of years of history, whatever. It's very historic. That's the intro. Okay. So we move to the story. Um, Our star is Steve Martin. We'll just call him Steve. (laughs) 
Oh, Stephen Martin. Creative. Oh. Very creative with the names. He is a generic white collar paper pusher. He works at Huge Corp. In- <laughs> he works at Huge Corp. In- Huge Corp Incorporated. Uh-huh. It's like a Mr. Incredible kind of yeah. job sitch. Mm-hmm. And he's packing up his desk into like a paper box because he just got fired. Oh. Or laid off. Good start. Oh, okay. Good start. Yeah. Starting it harsh. Yes. Topical. At the bottom. <laughs> starting at the bottom. Yeah, it's very topical. Sue boy. He, he dejectedly walks out of this gigantic generic office building into a gigantic generic parking lot into a generic mid-sized sedan. So it's like Joe Anonymous. The beginning of Walking mm-hmm. Tall. Got it. <laughs> oh, goes, no. What? <laughs> All right. It's not inspired by Walking Rock Tall. One. <laughs> <laughs> he goes to a lo- the local bar for a beer and a chat with his best friend who also happens to be the bartender. And this is Chris Walken. Uh-huh. His name is Chris. Correct. <laughs> Steve's still got his work clothes Steve, on. It looks like you lost your job. <laughs> Let me tap dance be- a little bit for you. Hey, would you <laughs> like would you like a shot of Malort right now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can get Malort product placement in the background. Fuck, yeah. yeah. Probably should. Probably should. <laughs> yeah, so this is like this is the scene of every movie like this where he's like at his work clothes, but his tie's loose, his collar's open, his sleeves are sure, rolled up, and yeah. he's like sad at the bar. And he's so oh, like he's so yeah, he's so sad. He's so concerned. Like, what's he going to do? How's he going to pay his mortgage? He has no money. You know, the sad life of an American working person. This is also a morality tale. <sighs> uh, he's getting old. He should be retiring. He should be on a beach drinking boat drinks. He should not be in this oh, shitty fuck. bar. All right. Oh, man. Cater- God, you're just pandering now. <laughs> boat drinks? God damn. <laughs> Let me I tell mean, you, never. those boat drinks don't taste so sweet <laughs> when you get three quarters of the way through that pint glass. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's because n- nobody bad. on a boat is making a goddamn banana daiquiri. <laughs> where did the bananas come from? I bought that. I mean, where did those that bananas? A few weeks ago, I gotta use it. You know, like. And he's like, he's so dejected, and Chris is like, you know, don't feel so bad. I'm old, and I still work in a shitty bar. Like, it'll work out. Whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, I have a friend that can maybe help you out. We'll go see her after this shift. And uh, so it, we set up this, like, dynamic where Chris is, like, the free spirit. And Steve is, like, the straight lace, like, rule follower. So, you know, Chris is probably wearing, like, I want to say, like, something with suede fringe. And tap shoes. But not, like, a full-on hippie. Like, like he's, like, a maybe jeans and, like, a fringe jacket. And Steve's got the, like, white shirt, blue tie. Wow, kinda, I like, really would have thought of these roles reversed. Because I think of oh, Chris Walken as traditionally playing, like, a very, very, like, s- like staunch, sort of, like, uh, starched-up gentleman. Oh, and then no, I want him to be crazy. Seen yeah. Christopher? I was gonna say <laughs> no, 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 no. He dresses what extremely saying... well, but he's never like staunch by any means. Well, no, what <laughs> he's I'm a saying crazy is, person. is he plays characters that look super staunch, but are insane. And then tap dance. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. And then he <laughs> tap dances. <laughs> right. It's because they're looking at the pinstripes, Frankie. Yes, yeah, precisely just because like they're looking at the pinstripes, Frankie. <laughs> And I feel like Steve Martin tends to play more of a uh, uh, like a free spirit sort of situation. But I'm thinking of him more as like not like he's more of like a nerd. 
than I, f- like, I feel like this fits though. Like, I'm Steve Martin nerd is what comes to mind for me for some I, reason. I think Steve often plays this role where he starts as like a weird sort of stodgy guy and then ends up being like a weirdo and like the yeah. actual mm-hmm. Steve Martin. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. That transition yeah. feels yeah. natural. He's kind of playing this like it's like he's he's an awkward like socially inept like just like dork. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. This, this character. Yeah. yeah, and he has a banjo. Always that. I didn't write that in, but I think we'll add that, actually. There's actually a perfect place for a banjo in here, so wait. Oh, That's crowdsourcing, like... crowdsourcing. Yeah. So they're in, like, whatever city, and they're... <laughs> Don't laugh. They're going through a series of, like, dark alleys and around corners, and they're in this part of the city that he doesn't know, and Steve's, like, having a hard time following Chris in his, like, fringe jacket, and they arrive... Because it is, it's so hard to follow because there aren't any straight lines. It's just exactly it's, all the time. I'm just imagining, fringe. like, his arms are flailing. Oh, no. Um, Sorry with the fringe on top. Oh, my God. Oh, don't make me sing. So they arrive <laughs> at an unlabeled door illuminated by, like, a single dark lamp. Oh, And boy. Chris does a series of, like, weird knocks on the door, like a... Like beer fest. Some kind of password. And after love beer fast, yeah, I actually love that this movie is, too. It's quite not good. beer fast. I'm sorry. Oh, and that, that would have been good if, if I just written beer fast. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> With Steve Martin and Christopher Walken, actually, you wrote 20 minutes of a movie and then it just fades into the entirety of beer fest. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't hate that. Yeah, I'd watch it. <laughs> there was a summer of my life when it was on TV constantly. Mm-hmm. I think I maybe have seen beer fest over 45 oh, yeah. times. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Oh my god, that's a lot. Yeah, I've not good. seen it that many times. <laughs> it was just like a, a, a like oh the TV's on and I'm living my mm-hmm. life. Yeah, it's kind a of comedy. Movie. It's a comedy central mm-hmm. thing in like I would say the early 2010s. I was gonna say in the 90s. Mm-hmm. This is the only reason I like Polly Shore because of this phenomenon. <laughs> <laughs> mm. yeah. Yes, he stays with yeah. you. So the door opens and it's like a smoky, dark interior. There's a long, dark hallway. It's it's decorated how Lee once described his parents' living room to me, where it was full of like beads and velvet. Ooh, yes. In the nineties. <laughs> and scarves. Uh, this this movie is timeless and has no time period. Sure, it sure. is well, later my parents, than the, my parents' it, living room did. <laughs> <laughs> it's later than whatever scenes we saw in the opening, which were like so it's after the Cold War is basically as modern as we're gonna any time after that. So it could be nineties, it could be two thousands, whatever. It mm. doesn't matter. And there's like taxidermy and glass bottles and all kinds of weird stuff. And they go in the back and there's a dark person with a headscarf on and a crystal ball. And Steve's very nervous. Mm-hmm. And she throws her scarf off and it's Bernadette Peters. Fuck yeah. Sure. Guess, guess what her name is? Bernadette. <laughs> oh. It's a dramatic name. And she's so, she's so excited to see Chris. She's like, oh, it's been so good to see you. It's been so long. Blah, blah, blah. They're catching up. He introduces Steve, tells us this whole sob story. He's like, and you know, he's making a, some nasty little snide comments about he hasn't been on a date in a while. Mm. You know, he could really look it up. Oh, yeah. He's, hmm. Steve's just making faces in the background like, oh, God, I'm so awkward. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. And so Bernadette says, I have the perfect solution. So she starts mixing up a concoction with all these magical bottles and Love swirling. Love potion number nine. Oh, God. Oh That's no! So <laughs> so Steve's all like, I don't know about okay. this, and she pours it into a glass, and she's like, Oh, I was just making martinis for everybody, cocktails. Oh, awesome. <laughs> okay. 
So they sit and they chat with Bernadette and they're talking about she takes out like one of those big leather, you know, spell books and she's flipping through it and she says, I want to tell you about a mysterious object that I once heard about. It's mm-hmm. famous in magical circles. Okay. It grants great wealth to the possessor. Hmm. So she tells this tale and some of the imagery from that opening sequence are being projected onto the crystal ball. So we're starting to see a little callback here. Mm-hmm. Chris is like, I'm in. I'm ready for this adventure. I'm ready to like go to the ends of the earth to find this magical object. Chris is always down to and clown. That makes sense. He's like, he say no more. Let's fucking do it. I'm done. Yeah. He's like, no. I'm, I'm fucking uh, in. I'm going to quit my job. I don't care. <laughs> yep, yep. Christopher Walken is the OG insane clown posse. <laughs> uh, he is shaggy one dope. That is true. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That was you back on that one. Because yours, yours is really good, so I'm going to do the worst version. Violent Eye. Oh, oh, oh also very good, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. All right. So, so, they're, so Bernadette and Chris are getting Steve drunk because they want to get him to agree to, like, go on this adventure and look for this cool thing. And, you know, what does he have mm-hmm. to lose? He doesn't have a job. He doesn't have a wife. He has no kids. Like, it's, like, time to go, bro. Yeah. So we finally, so this is where we're going to do a little crowdsource thing. Okay. So the oh. bulk of this movie is going to be what I call assorted wild adventures. <laughs> that fits oh, Steve no. Martin's so general aesthetic a lot. So right? this, so here's the ones I've come up with so far. Bluegrass band. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely bluegrass band. Uh-huh. Haven't gotten to that one yet. <laughs> okay. Um, they're going to ride carts in a gold rush era mine shaft, like donkey song tile. Oh, like, yeah. Little, yeah. They're going to go diving to the bottom of Loch Ness. Oh my. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're going to take a hot air balloon ride to the top of a mountain. Wait, wait, what is there? What What is the goal of all of those things? Just to, to find this. They have to find item. this object yeah. that like grants great wealth. We don't oh. really know this is, what it is. This is like a national treasure movie minus the Nick Cage mm. plus the everybody else. Yeah. You know, it's funny because after I wrote this, I, I was thinking about it. Could this be like an, like there's be a funny like cameo where they like cross paths with Nick Cage treasure hunting. Oh my sweet but, Christ. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I know your brain would explode. I, that would that would make it very timely though. But uh, I, we'll yeah. put that in there. Okay. okay. Um, I want to do like a Legend of Curly's Gold Horseback Riding oh, thing. Sure. Sure. Oh, with boy. like scorpions. Yeah. City slickers. You know, city too. slickers. <laughs> yeah. Um. Obviously, they meet like lots of crazy people. That's mm-hmm. you know they're all like they're all like witches or warlocks or you know other magical beasts. Um, right. Maybe like vampires. Um. So. What other kinds of adventures would you like to see them go on? Obviously, they start a bluegrass band and like busking in the subway for money. Actually, I was thinking for the bluegrass band, they can end up on a raft in the Mississippi with a young Mark Twain and they start a bluegrass <laughs> oh band. My oh my god. Oh my god. I'm okay no, with that. They but start, that they start out so of early. Hannibal, Missouri. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, head like south Shoeless from there. Joe. Can the Can the name of the bluegrass band be uh, Nobody Likes Zydeco? Because. Um, Love that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm okay with this. Yep. I mean, it's a universal. To... It's a universal. Everyone. <laughs> I want there to be like lots of crazy hijinks, and it has to be obvious they're going like all different places. Sure. And they're going like all over the world. So, so like might... in 
in terms of like you said like meeting like witches and things like that could we do like a an old school nolans and have like a voodoo priest chasing them around like like pyramid baron semity from uh james bond (laughs) is there also nick cage's weird pyramid tomb yeah of course they walk up to the pyramid or those uh those weird like werewolves from that uh scooby-doo movie that we talked about a little while ago uh uh, i can't remember what it's called cat people they were cat people yeah but also scooby-doo in the ghoul school where we meet dracula's daughter and the mummy's daughter and wolfman's daughter sure or that scooby-doo with batman and robin uh from the early 90s where you and i found out why we love covered bridges so much (laughs) yeah it's true we did find this out last week uh as we were discussing it where obviously batman and robin met scooby-doo in order to thwart the joker and the penguin from pretending to be dryads uh, and reversing that covered bridge all the time and making the sound uh, blah 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 <laughs> it was um it was a very formative point and that's mm-hmm. why you love covered bridges that's <laughs> yeah. it yes I feel like we didn't absolutely no, no. Is that like a sexual fetish? <laughs> no, not that I'm aware of. No. Eh, more or less. Just like a, just a straight up that. like wooden covered bridge. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very it's, cool. Apparently, also, that's very a very popular hobby is to go visit covered bridges. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. Well, um, in that in that vein, could we have them meet Meryl and Clint as they are taking pictures? And the of bridges, bridges of Madison <laughs> County. Of course, the, like this because this is like two thirds of the bulk of the movie. We can have lots of crazy hijinks, and there are gonna be lots of. I was gonna say, I the, and, these all have to be cameos for sure. We have to get fucking I think so. wild stars oh, yeah, in for like thirty seconds at a time, just like. You only gave me four cast no, 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 members, yeah. so I couldn't. Oh, yeah. So just whatever oh, it we, is. We gave you all available. the people that are in this actual movie, but like, fuck it, like, no. yeah, we, yeah, artistic license, we can do whatever we want. Yeah. So it's like we can do whatever we yeah. want because that's oh, yeah. what how if this they, game works. What if what if they like meet Cortez and just kick him in the nuts or something? Sure, yeah. like sure. Because he's out of town. Oh, Columbus. Columbus. Yeah. Yeah. There is no, there's no time travel in this one. Mm. I guess oh. there could be. There could be a time traveling gold mine. Like oh, when they ride the little yeah, cart. Okay. Oh, I assumed we were time traveling. <laughs> yeah, that's I assumed we were. All of my yeah. ideas were time travel. Right, yeah, because yeah. you were like... Um, no, you're right. There should be time travel. Because they go back there to the 60s travel. and deal with uh, Adam West Batman. Yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't want it to turn into like... Forrest Gump, where they like set the course of history. No, 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 no. no, no, no. This is okay. jumping around like randomly like they're probably like using potions and go use magic well no the best kind of time travel is where you don't even acknowledge it you just let it happen and you're just like that (laughs) was fucking weird you're like oh hey look at that historical event happening and i'm in the background and they go to okay there's absolutely no butterfly effect in this bullshit Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know there's not we don't have time for sure ashton (laughs) kutcher that 70s show they never existed (laughs) Ethan Suckley, <laughs> Amy Smart, they never had a moment God in the damn. early 2000s. Good pull like, yeah, on Ethan Suckley. God damn. <laughs> oh, that's that is quite an impressive pull. Wow. Um, Wowie that being That all being said, if we do the Mark Twain one, after they disappear, I want him to turn to someone on the riverboat and be like, that inspired me to write the great American novel, and I shall call it... Battlefield Earth or something like that. I love it. That's what. Well, now we're definitely changing timelines. And then, of course, uh, they like. 
pull that novel off of his corpse at some point <laughs> and hand it to L. Ron Hubbard. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, they can, they can, they can cross paths with Ron. Con a whole lot of stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. only no stuff rules. that doesn't there's, matter. There's a lot of uh, we, we, logistical like mechanics. Battlefield Earth, for instance. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I love it. So they have all these crazy adventures and like it, it's it's everything. It's all of these, and it'll be fun because they're like these little vignettes of like you know five minutes, ten minutes, and it's cool. Like yeah. everybody loves because you're calling out cameos, you're calling out like funny, like weird things. Like I don't know, like oh it's wide Earp, and then it's like <laughs> I don't know Vlad the Impaler. Yep. It's like all kinds of fun stuff. Ooh. Oh shit! All right, is he gonna wear his weird like muscle armor from Bram Stoker's Dracula? Well, God, let's hope. Hmm. Yeah, we'll borrow it from. The, we'll like go to the warehouse and get it, and be like, we don't have any money, so we need to borrow this costume. I bet Gary Oldman still like wears it. To get <laughs> I bet, like, yeah. I bet it, he wears that armor and those purple sunglasses and the and the gray top hat, oh, yeah. and he's just like mm-hmm. wandering around the studio lot at Warner Brothers. And just like, yeah. So if I was Gary Oldman's wife, I'd probably make him wear that. I, I'd make him wear the armor. I was going to say, Gary Oldman has the toughest time coming, is what I'm hearing now. <laughs> it is the most specific thing ever. Either that or he needs to, like, he needs to save Daniel Radcliffe from, like, an attack of some sure. sort. Mm-hmm. Is the only sure. other way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, that's it. I'm sorry. Those Gary. are the two options. I have to, sorry, my, my face he's, has to be in a fireplace for me to come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and since he's since he's a weird like fucking Brexiter, like he what? definitely knows. Oh, yeah, oh, he is. Yeah, Gary Oldman um, is. Oh, he's a, I already I already out. lost Eric Clapton as a person I respect. You're gonna tell me Gary Oldman's oh, no. another fucking nightmare? No, Gary Oldman is a also a shitty yeah. racist. It turns oh. out. So since Gary Oldman's a Brexiter, he definitely knows a bunch of shitty skinheads with oxblood docks, oh, and mm-hmm. he can hire them whenever he wants to attack Daniel Radcliffe and then go save Interesting. them. Interesting. Okay. So Gary Oldman. Yeah. Is enemy of the show. Yeah, I guess so. yeah. down with Gary. Yeah. That's a bummer. Wow, I did not. But know. Wait, can it's... this be a sequence in the movie too? This thing that we just came up <laughs> we're, with. We're yes, doing like a covert obviously. PSA against Gary Oldman. <laughs> like maybe there's so you know they're maybe not... against Brexit and racist. Sure. They're not magic experts, so maybe they like accidentally travel to Gary Oldman's bedroom instead of to like the Vlad the Impaler set bedroom, uh. and he's in there with the armor yeah. on. It, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we, it'll be, we do we'll that subliminal thing where we flash like intermittent screens of him and Boris Johnson hugging and then people just get it like <laughs> they just understand yeah, yeah. Wait, I also like the idea of them like accidentally zipping into a work of fiction and being real confused. <laughs> oh, it can sure. all happen. Yeah, yeah, of wow. This, this is when this movie is, is just like so fun to watch. Yeah. Yes. All over the goddamn place. <laughs> this movie is everything. <laughs> It is everything. Literally, yes. <laughs> but there's, don't worry, We there's plot eventually. Sure, sure. So we get to like towards okay, the end. Right. The final stop, they're back in the present and they go to this like old European castle in like made up country. Like what? what's the country from Princess Diaries? Genovia. Genovia, yeah. I knew you were going to oh. ask about the Princess Diaries. <laughs> it looks like that. And Oh, a Christmas prince? Um, no. <laughs> or a Christmas that. Prince no, 2 that's a Christmas The prince, Royal Wedding Or a Christmas Prince 3 The Royal Baby Yeah I've seen parts of those movies I haven't actually watched any I of them I have Proud watched all not. of them and I want to die <laughs> Don't do that So no, it's, it's like It looks abandoned But they're like all the clues have let us here This is like the last place this has ever been seen and there's like a, of course, like a beautiful maiden living in the castle with all her, um, 
servants or I don't know staff and and it's got a big like grounds and you know she's she lives born in this castle she's never left but they're the first outsiders to ever visit this castle so maybe it's like Brigadoon maybe she's born with it maybe it's monarchy (laughs) very good very good good. So it's like maybe it's like unclear if it's a magical castle or a real castle. Okay. And of course I mean, the all ma- castles are kind of magical. Like they're pretty and you know, mm-hmm. like yeah. yeah. <laughs> Indeed. They are beautiful. I've been right. to a few no, they're they're just my day. <laughs> <laughs> so this is Often this meeting is Jessica. Yes. <laughs> this is where we finally get to meet Jessica. Okay. And, you know, her and Steve kind of start to, like, maybe like each other a little bit. Mm-hmm. Chris is like, yeah, buddy, like, you know, it's your time to shine. Get in there. Yeah. And they're, so they're spending time at the castle. And they're, this is not explained. It doesn't matter. So they're staying at the castle. They're hanging out. They do, like, castle things, like riding horses and shooting arrows and exploring do, the dungeon. Hanging out with Nathan Fillion and standing uh, Like <laughs> yours, yours is better. I was going to say white people things, but, yeah, I like yours better. <laughs> I mean, it's, it is white people, white people shit, yeah. A little of both. Solving crimes. Column A and all of column B, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, you know, Steve and Jessica are starting to, like, fall in love, and it's really cute. And she says... You know, she finally gets up the courage to tell him how she really feels, but she also has a deep secret. She is the guardian of the Velvet Coin Purse, and that's why oh. she's never left this castle. Uh, okay, okay. So she shows him the little purse, and it always has a coin in it, but only one. Mm. And if you open it, and you take the coin out, and you close it, and you open it again, another one appears. But it's only pennies. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. The coins are always pennies, but they always regenerate. But you have to close and open it every time. Mm. And Steve and Chris are so excited. They're like, this could solve all our money problems. But like, <laughs> but pennies, like, they don't really go It'll that far. It's a lot of work. You know, yeah. <laughs> back like, in the day, yeah, a penny do. was worth a lot more than it is now sure, or whatever. Sure. It could be like whatever currency. It could be like a made-up currency, yeah, yeah. but it's pennies. Certainly. Yeah, yeah. You definitely so, wear out your wrist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. The wrist work. So in order to prevent doing that, they use pieces of things from around the castle to put together a Rube Goldberg machine oh. in the castle oh. that it like automatically opens, empties, and closes the purse. <laughs> and then it sorts all the money pennies, but automatically into burlap sacks with dollar signs on them. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. Just like piles naturally. of, of money. Can, I, can yeah, I build yeah. this machine out of connects? K-N-E-X. <laughs> you can definitely do it with connects. I also... I also have a, a an interruption to make. Uh, oh is a uh-huh. <laughs> surprise, is surprise. a is a Greg Goldberg machine just a? Call? Oh my god! Oh no! It's too real. No, that's not nice. <laughs> oh, <laughs> poor nice. Sean Smith. He's having rough times. Oh yeah, it comes up a lot on this. It comes up a lot in the uh, fucking yeah. news. <laughs> it's because we love the Mighty Ducks. But God, he can't keep his shit together. I don't. Yeah. Mm, well, you can leave. So we have to insert some kind of like conflict here. And it's maybe like Chris is starting to feel like a third wheel. Jessica feels like that the men are using her for her pennies. Um, Steve misses America and he wants to go back. Some kind of like stupid, like easily resolved conflict. 
Um, and Jessica and Steve agree to get married and they're going to travel the world so she can finally see everything that she's not been able to see because she never left the castle. Oh, okay. And the movie ends with like one of those update, little like text on the screen updates. Yep, naturally. Yep. So Chris used his pennies to buy the bar. Mm. He married Bernadette and they put like a mystical consultation space in the bar. So now it's like a psychic and a bar together and it's like a very oh, successful business. Fun. I would drink there. <laughs> yeah, like, I know. Sure. Yeah, I would too. And then Steve and Jessica are still traveling the world and they're currently on a beach sitting in lounge chairs, drinking their boat drinks with the tiny umbrellas. Mm. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Good mm-hmm. resolve. Great resolve. I'm glad that she didn't become a skeleton when she stepped out of the <laughs> castle. That would have been just sad. Burst into yeah, flames. I wanted to have a happy ending because it's you know it's it's gone like went through all this trouble and they both end up happy yeah. in love and I just think it's well great. and Mario some surprising overlaps with this real yeah. movie. Yeah. Oh really? I was gonna ask. Yeah. Uh, what, so this this harkens back to a time period of uh, optimism. When do you think the actual movie was made based on this cast? Is it in the 80s when people had money and cocaine? It sure is. Because it's Steve Martin? It, it sure is, yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. This is a 1981 film. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Wait, yep. is Christopher Walken like actually in this, or is this like some weird he, background Well, thing? no. Well, okay, he's well, he's yes a very important no. character. Yeah. He's just not in it a lot. He's not yeah. in it enough, one might say. Yeah. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. there's, a lot of, there's a lot of problems. Yep. Oh my God! There are so many problems. <laughs> Seth, do you want to give that short summary? Yeah, no, yes, I have this IMDb one sentence summary. Mariel, would you like to hear it? I would love to. Four, four, four. Oh boy, and I'm just reading it for the first time right now. So, <laughs> um, during the Great Depression, a sheet music salesman seeks to escape his dreary life through popular music and a love affair with a innocent school teacher terrible awful Awful (laughs) is that is that at all accurate to what this movie is about all of these things are part of this (laughs) all of these things occur it is a it it sweeps over so many other things that unfortunately and speaking of sweeping over so many other things i'd like to introduce you to our new sponsor broom oh Uh, (laughs) big broom yeah wait is it is there like a chimney sweep thing like in in wizard of oz or I mean, no. um, Mary Poppins. Uh, no, there's not. Um, <laughs> no. But that would have been some a good Dick joke. Van Dyke. Yeah. Yep. Um, so let me give you a, we talked about this, and, and lately I've definitely been trying to do uh, just very gloss over summaries so we can just talk about crazy shit that happens. So let me try to do oh, that. Boy. Good luck. I'm ready. You are doing God's work. This is the hardest version of that I think anyone has ever attempted in the history of oh, the Oh, dear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we got Steve Martin. He's a Depression-era sheet music salesman, and what he really wants to do is fuck a bunch. And his wife, played by Jessica <laughs> Harper, uh, doesn't. Yep. Um, so, Aww. all right, this he, is absolutely accurate so far. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like, like he, weirdly and upsetting. If, if you're feeling uncomfortable, go with that. That is the tone of this yeah, movie. Yeah, uh, <laughs> this entire movie. Yeah. So he's on his. He's on a sales route, and he picks up this this drifter who he gives a ride to, and the guy plays accordion for money. He busks, um, and oh, he also meets Bernadette Peters while he's trying to sell some music, uh, and she's a school teacher. Um, he ends up having an affair with her, and she becomes pregnant. Um, yeah. In the meantime, yep. 
Jessica Harper thought he was leaving forever, so she was, like, trying to, like, make some concessions and, like, mm-hmm. has sex with him, even though she really feels uncomfortable doing it. Um, he eventually convinces her to use the money she inherited to help him open a store so he doesn't be a salesman anymore. Mm-hmm. Store fails miserably. What a horrible um, man. He finds... Yeah, he finds out Bernadette's pregnant, doesn't really do anything about it. Mm. She gets fired um, in one of the, like, more kind of heartbreaking scenes of Mm -hmm. the movie where her boss is like, I'm so sorry that I have to fire you, but, like... Because she got pregnant out of wedlock? Yeah, Yeah. and it's, like, the the 30s or whatever. But he shows her, like, some legitimate humanity when he does it. So, like, and this is one of the few scenes in the movie where, like, we see some... This is one of the few Acting. good. Let, let, let's yeah. let's say it overtly. This is one of the few good scenes in this entire movie. Aww. Yeah, um, it's also, actually affecting. Yeah. Does she sing? Yeah. Does she sing at all? Uh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll get to that well, when I finish the plot. Welcome I'll, I'll, to hell. <laughs> so, oh. We'll get to that when I finish the plot. She ends up fingers. going into the city and becomes a prostitute. And oh um, my god, Christopher Walken is her pimp. In the yep. meantime, yep. Steve Martin oh encounters word. this blind girl who's just like walking from one place to another halfway through the movie, and, and then she gets Walken. murdered no, by the accordion walking, guy from earlier. Mm-hmm. It was true. just hanging out there. We had somebody had it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh man, I hate that. I love that joke so much. Mm-hmm. So this character that just randomly shows up, as Seth and Zach both pointed out, then gets murdered by the accordion guy from earlier. Yep. Uh, What's his fucking he, problem? No he's, one knows. He's a no weird else. homeless man. <laughs> so this, I mentioned Fuck this is like a, a remake. This is a remake of a very famous British miniseries, and a lot of these characters are far more fleshed out in the miniseries, and it makes way oh. more sense when you read the plot summary yeah. of the miniseries. Or when you have but, more than a movie's yeah. worth of time to deal with anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When, when's the when's the miniseries from? Is it also like from three years earlier? So it's also from the eight. It's from the late seventies. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. it was oh. actually Bob Hoskins' big break. He played the. Steve Martin character. Yep. Huh. And they were like, um, let's uh, cash in. You know. So anyway. Mar- Mario Mario. Yeah, Mario <laughs> famous, Mario from the Super Mario Brothers movie. Mario Mario. <laughs> it's me. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this woman gets murdered. Eventually the police uh, arrest Steve Martin for it because he like, it happens to be on his sales route and there's a bunch of like evidence, like circumstantial evidence tying him to the murder scene. Oh, damn. Um, in the meantime, he and Bernadette have like started an affair again. She's had an abortion in this time period. Um, the oh, cops God. come to talk to Jessica Harper and she like starts to believe that he could have done something like this and because he's a weird pervert. <laughs> um, and yep. uh, he gets hanged. Yep. Uh, at at the end of the movie, end of film, and and then what? no, it's not the end of the film because then there's a happy ending where right. he shows up after the hanging and him and Bernadette go off together. Right, there's a lot. Uh, of... That's not a happy ending. He well, fucking cheated on his wife. Well, this and this... that one and Bernadette had to get a fucking abortion. Also murders. Yeah. Yep. No, it's all bad. Right, man. right. So <laughs> so a couple things. This movie, movie is interspersed with a lot of fantasy like musical numbers. Right. So, so it's a lot of lip syncing and to famous Depression era songs and dancing. Right. Steve so Martin dancing? 
He's okay. Yeah, Steve Fine. Martin is an okay dancer. You know who is a spectacular dancer? Christopher, God Christopher damn Walken. Walken. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah, the highlight Walken. of the fucking it is movie. Oh is my god, that's a known. Fact he's the only guy. But 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 this movie has essentially two different strings, right? You have the reality string, and mm-hmm. then constantly you're shifting off into a different timeline where you have a a fantasy string right and so mm-hmm. like it goes it goes reality 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 fantasy reality 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 f- different fantasy reality 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 yep. a, th- a third fantasy or perhaps a continuation of a previous fantasy so it's yeah, very Seth pointed out Steve's fantasy or all different Seth characters Seth brought this up earlier it really seems like at the start of the movie, it's playing out that way, where it's like, oh, this one character just keeps seeing himself in a musical as an escape, but then mm. other characters do it too. But it, that mm. is the mechanism. So they're they're all it's yeah. like everyone has this like song in their head. Yes, they're they're all yeah, imagining their their better versions of their lives, and they do it right. in song and dance, and so. When, whenever there's a musical number, it's always the fantasy part, and then they go right. back I don't like to the hate moment. that concept. I know, no, as right. a mechanism, so, it is so good. It could so be there's two so different good. interpretations, but, yeah. right? This plot there's me crazy. there's the straight interpretation where this movie is what it is, and then mm. there's the interpretation where it is conceivably in a musical universe wherein you can have fantasies and fantasies become reality and that sort of stuff. And Mm -hmm. that really ends up being the underlying battle between people who dislike this movie and (laughs) Steve Martin, who seems to love this movie. It was his first dramatic role. I think he has like a real soft spot. He also, what does any of this have to do with pennies? Or Pennies from Heaven is a famous Depression yeah. era song, and it underscores several scenes right. in the Frank movie. Frank Sinatra sang it, I believe. Because, yeah. um, like, that sounds vaguely they, familiar. They even, there's a they, song, but I wasn't like. They crossed the. I don't actually know. They crossed the line at the end. Like Steve Martin literally says to I think Bernadette Peters, like, "What if the song version of our lives was real?" And then they all sort of acknowledge mm-hmm. it, like, "Yeah, that would be awesome." So they're just all like. Right. So apparently, this about is like what huh. their lives could be treated differently in the miniseries that this is based on okay. like specifically the thing that jumped out to me was at the end of the miniseries is like he definitely dies <laughs> and then mm-hmm. we hear that from the bernadette peters character mm-hmm. version you know the character in this that version uh-huh. uh and then he shows back up and it's like very clear that now this is a this is also a fantasy oh, okay. like yeah in the movie the way it ends it's kind of like Oh, did he die? Also, yeah. are these fantasies? Are like they don't draw enough of a right. apparently. So what the impression I got is the miniseries makes a very big distinction between what's the fantasy and what's the story. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. In the movie, it's and, so truncated, right? Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. It's so quick, and and there isn't time to actually like feel anything. Yeah, so yeah. you absolutely do not feel a single thing for any of the characters. That is true. Like. Yeah. Also, uh, really? they cast Bernadette Peters in a musical, and she literally never sings. never sings. Yeah, yeah. Here's 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 <laughs> the biggest issue. Did it get Mario. cut? No, here, they, no, they dub, no. She lip They dub over all these depression era songs, and they yeah, just yeah. like so Mariel. All of them. Yeah. Here, here's oh. what goes on. 
So Steve Martin is a songwriter, right? And he writes all of these romantic ballads or what have you. Just like well, in Lady and the Tramp. Songs. He sells He doesn't them. even write that's, them. That's his job, right? Is he's a sheet he's music a, Oh, he's selling the sheet music of songs that have already been written. Yeah. Right. In Lady yes. and the Tramp, and, he is a songwriter. Okay. Uh, okay. The man. <laughs> right. I don't think he has a name. I think his name is just the man. Sure. It's about right. It's like the it's man the and dogs. the woman, you know, and the and the baby. Yeah. But anyway, go on. Right. The 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 problem is that he like sells these songs, but but like they don't actually embody any kind of of reality. Mm, okay. God, I don't even know how to describe what the so fuck is happening. The, I don't think movie. we should try to like make sense. Are of the vo- are the singing voices the original singing voices from the thirties? It's yes. all the original yeah. recordings. So, so like the sound quality is wildly different based on the quality of recording. This, this so, movie and is the a gender swap. Yeah, some of it's on like seventy eights. Mm-hmm. and like like hard press. It's, it's just you can hear whole movie that. Is yeah, like drama no one cares about interspersed with karaoke. From the thirties, yeah, yeah, and and it's fucking often wild, and this is often gender swap. So, for instance, yeah. the sentiment that is implied in, or the 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 song is a a female like oriented song, but you have Steve Martin lip syncing it, right? Okay, or they don't vice gender versa, swap right? Lyrics. There's a whole lot of gender swapping. And it's so incredibly jarring. At least, as, it's also at least for me. To like, it doesn't seem like they have any like sense or reason why and when. It's just mm-hmm. like ah, this song fits along with some of the dialogue, so these characters are in the scene, so they'll lip sync to yeah. it. Like, right. Uh, so like you so like the, organized. Yep. The very first musical number is Steve Martin singing a a song lip-synced over a a female singer and it's like I just I just could not grok what in the hell was going on yeah and that I, I consistently guess, like, happens the over the next 2 hours right like it's 2 hours long it happens constantly it's almost it's about yeah, it's 2 hours yeah, yeah. so huh. they so they're constantly singing but you never like the voices never ever match the singer and right. the video quality and or dubbing is never adequate no. because mm-hmm. it's like it doesn't ever actually sync up and that's mm-hmm. the thing that really was jarring in this movie it's it's even so the, it's shitty yeah it looks it's, yeah. it's one of these things like that mechanism could be super cool if they pulled it off but they did not pull uh-huh. it off at, in any no. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. would you guys know things. do you guys know that show zoe's extraordinary playlist is kind of oh, like yeah. this yeah yeah but mm-hmm. it's like okay so this girl like it's like a cw that's an mri kind of and then yeah. She, <laughs> I, I yeah I, i've watched only the pilot yeah. and it's like she you know it's like during a lightning storm and now she has these powers where she can like read people's minds but they only sing songs about like their feelings yep, yep, yep. so like her co-worker like sings a song about who's in love with her for like three minutes <laughs> and then you know he comes out of it and he's like what why are you staring at me right and like it kind of works like is it kind of it's kind of like this where it's like yeah. They break into song, but like it's exactly like that. It's kind of random. You, you see, you see <laughs> what they're like, going for, and you go like, "That mm-hmm. is a thing," but you did not do it correctly. Yeah, yeah. The concept sounds yeah. cool. If it were like a straight 
jukebox musical where mm-hmm. the premise was this is like set in the fantasy lives of everybody going through the depression because this is like supposed to be a rough dark mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. it would make way oh, yeah. more sense yeah. but like or like honestly and i don't like this movie but kind of the way they staged <laughs> chicago the from 2002 oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. the the movie not the show yeah yeah, yeah yeah where they it's like the basically most of the movie is on stage anyway but like the musical numbers are all on oh, yeah. stage like so it's it's happening but it's not like mm. yeah. yeah you kind of break know. into this other world of musicals and then you come back to life yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah i I don't know. I mean, I probably have never heard of this because obviously it's not very popular. Yeah. Not, yeah. Um, uh, can, can we talk about uh, fucking the sexual predatory nature of this entire movie? Yeah, Steve Martin <laughs> basically rapes two people in this movie. He yeah. is a yeah. up and down a disaster creep, like nightmare human. Yeah. Oh my god! I mean, I mean, he, I guess he, he gets sleeps... his comeuppance in the end, right? Because he gets hanged, but like, but also for a crime he didn't sort commit. Of, but like, he, he treats well, his wife oh terribly. God. He treats his mistress terribly. Also, the he definitely coerces both of them into sex yeah. using mm-hmm. lies. Like, yeah, there's all sorts of weird. And it's it's like the worst. Things. It's the worst '80s version of it, where he's just like, mm-hmm. hey, you know, sex. Men like sex. Men are sexual beings. Eh, sex, and they go. <laughs> okay, like it is the grossest like okay, I will uh acquiesce to have yeah. sex with you. It is especially his wife. It's, it's his interactions with his own wife are tragic. They're so yeah, gross. No, it's very gross. Yeah. It's, oh, it's very so gross. Upsetting. It's very upsetting. This entire movie is upsetting, let's be honest. It is. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you don't want to make light of something like the Great Depression. Well, yeah. well I don't know. You know, like, the Great Depression is the least upsetting <laughs> yeah, that's part. True. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. Okay. Yeah. okay. Right? Like, yeah. uh, uh, God, that's there's, fair. There's so many more like sexual and sexual social problems yeah. in this movie. I, I kept and like characters just show up and then disappear mm, from the do. movie. Yeah, and, like, that's bad. Yeah. I, I kept trying it's, to figure out if this was like early 80s like this was okay back then or if this was always bad like i don't know but so i think a little bit of the issues are they so the screenplay was written by the person who wrote the miniseries okay but this was his like 15th draft like they kept telling like no take this out no add this in like yeah so this is like there might have been like a really thoughtful adaptation of this thing that he yeah. that apparently is like okay so like they bought the rights to this for a ton oh. of money like okay. a ton of fucking it's money. got a lot of star power that um, makes sense yeah and the og ma- is this miniseries there's no like book there's nothing no like, it's just okay. this miniseries okay. yeah and yes. and they made the bbc part of the rights deal was the bbc had to agree not to show the original for at least 10 years after the movie <laughs> came out because they want because the original was so oh famous wow. in Britain, at least, oh, yeah. Okay. My goodness. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, then, yeah. eventually, what a demand. Eventually, for the for like the the a couple years after the movie came out, like the guy who wrote it uh, had another really famous miniseries that came out, and like in recognition, the BBC was like, "Oh, well, let's play Pennies from Heaven again." It's like, ah, shit, <laughs> we signed away the rights for ten years. <laughs> I mean, I can't. 
And then apparently the exact quote from like whoever was working for the BBC was like, yes, for a incredibly insignificant amount of money, I got them to lift the restriction. Oh, like, interesting. So like, oh the yeah, original. No. It's this crazy combination of the original being super yeah. famous, really well regarded, launching the career of a really famous mm-hmm. actor, and then the remake being this like nothing. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, to 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 put it in context, like without jumping terribly ahead, but the money, this 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 horrible, garbage <laughs> trash can of a movie <laughs> cost twenty two million dollars. Oh, oh, wow! Eighty one. That's you, a bunch. Yeah. yeah. Would you happen to guess what the box office was? Oh. Is it two million? I would say four, maybe. Yeah. Is oh. it? Five hundred thousand. <laughs> well, it was uh, Mariel and uh, uh, Zach together. It was two point four. <laughs> wow! In, in wow. order of magnitude. In loss. order of magnitude. <laughs> That's oh yeah. my. Two point four million. No, so, uh, this was this was a total total like, trash fire. How? This is a dumpster fire of a movie. Yeah. Obviously, Steve Martin is so famous for like so many things. Is this Whoa. even like on his IMDb page? <laughs> Yeah, it's but this is yeah. this is like so for Steve Martin, this is his first like quote dramatic role, right? right. So, and well, he he defends one. this movie really incredibly aggressively. Whoa. He, he, yeah, he really he's this weird like fondness for it as like a what could have been. Right? Like, is if, he uh, a sexual harasser? <laughs> like, is that is that like a known thing about Steve Martin? No, not I, that I know I of. I've not so. heard, but I think it's just a thing that he like found and wanted yeah. to do, and like yeah. he. So like, I wish I could say like at least his performance is good, it's but not, I feel like it's really not. so like either yeah he needed to be better at dancing because mm-hmm. he's he's totally he can do some he's like fine. there's a whole like yeah there's a whole like vaudeville scene yeah. of him of and course. he can. He like can do some of the vaudeville style scene. stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because it's He's... basically slapstick. <laughs> well, his t- his tap isn't good, but it, the rest of his like <laughs> oh no, is really but there's good. like a, <laughs> a no, I mix it up. There's a 20 minute like tap scene, and that's the problem. Yeah. That's long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the other thing is he he like movie. he didn't figure out how to shed the like goof face yeah he (laughs) He doesn't have a goof face he needs to be way more earnest but he's still like delivering lines like they're half jokes i I was gonna Mm -hmm. say that like it is surprising to me that he considers this a dramatic role in general like he was playing this (laughs) like a comedy the whole time and i think that's why it's so sort of frenetic it's really uneven it it doesn't make any sense do you guys want a a steve martin quote like how he felt felt about this is I'm disappointed that it didn't open as a blockbuster and I don't know who's to blame other than it's me and it's not comedy. I must say the people who get the movie in general have been wise and intelligent and the people who don't get it are ignorant scum. That that does not I mean, sound that like sounds, the Steve Martin that, that I, I mean, know in um, current times. That's a joke. Like that's clearly like like it's a little sarcastic. goofy. I hope so. Yeah, it mm-hmm. it must be. But the thing is that like the movie just 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 like if it 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 could be a really great satire, mm. but it Fully just 
but it just didn't it didn't execute it well enough that was, to I mean, actually be a satire. I, you have to think about the audience, right? He's he is a comedy star. Like he is at the top of his game, right? Yeah. And people yeah. are the few people who saw this were probably like, "What the f- no?" I mean, fuck th- was this, this movie like? For instance, just for uh, for instance, and this is a, a much better movie, but I remember walking out of Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Right. I, right, I was gonna right, right. when I, I was say like Adam Sandler doing Punch Drunk Love. Like, yeah, there there are mm-hmm. yeah people are like, "What is happening?" Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm walking out of the theater, and I just remember hearing someone behind me say. There wasn't one fucking joke in that whole movie. Like, right, but the, yeah. those are actually good movies, and this was not that. Yeah. Obviously, not yeah, that. but well, that's what I'm saying. The marketing yeah. was probably bad, right? Well, and it's again, not even it's expecting. not even the marketing issue. I think that it was just like it was cut bad. Uh, it is Steve yeah. Martin has that goof face for his entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, he sure does. You know, He's unfortunately, like, with the goof face. Well, I love Steve Martin. Was, I love Steve Martin in a do, lot of stuff. He can play a straight man. He can. He can. I think that was it. the problem. He, in this. he didn't know the, how. The problem yet. in this he didn't movie know too how early because it's 1981. It's early, reasonably early in his career, and he's just like he's not. He's not good at it yet. I don't. Yeah. I don't think so, it's even that. I think like the way that they cut this or wrote it or whatever it is, like it's too all over the place. Like if it was just dramatic, yeah. it would have yeah. been fine. But then they literally did like minstrel show, like, hey, Steve Martin, <laughs> pretend to play a banjo for a while. Oh, wait, and then, is there and then... blackface in this? No, no, no Zach, no, that's not no, what minstrel no. show is. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. Okay, I got really different. Nervous. That's a different, different term. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Yeah. But it is but like, like it, they were fake like, all right, do stuff. the goof Steve Martin stuff and then go right back to being serious about stuff. And like, that, that's never going to yeah. work. That, in no world yes. does that work. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I was about to be um, like, there's blackface in a movie from the 80s. Yeah. Like, how do I not know that about this? <laughs> yeah, it's called, it's 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 that one with C. Thomas Howell, Soul Man. Yeah. Yeah, there's Soul Man, there's um, Bamboozled a little bit later. Well, that's from the 90s, What's but the that's on with the, Yeah, that's the Tropic Thunder you, it has blackface too, but that's Bamboozled from the 2000s. Bamboozled is actually quite good, but... Um, <laughs> okay, oh, this like is... This, this movie had so this much is a cr- Like, the mechanisms are yeah. so Like, the songs are the fantasy world and dialogue is the normal world. Like, genuinely, yeah, but if they, genuinely good. But, but if they had the songs being actually sung by the people as a fantasy, a yes, that part sucks. I, I could yeah, yeah. get all down behind it. Yeah. But the problem mm. was that it's the, songs, yeah. the yeah. songs were karaoke. Yeah. Yeah, that's no, bizarre. I, I hate and it. I, well, and then you karaoke. can't, and then you can't cash in on like the soundtrack. That's true. That's true. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, you could. I mean, you could, but then it's just a public domain. It's just a compilation. It's just a compilation because it's not. It's sung by the OGs. It's not sung yeah. by the actors. I, I was so yeah. mad at this movie watching it, and then after the fact, mm. when I was thinking about like all of the sort of good logistics about it. I was like, "Fuck that." had legs they just fucked it up so yeah. bad yeah zach imagine it's if you shame. had to pay for it like lee i <laughs> cannot imagine that world yes <laughs> yep i hope it wasn't um, expensive because you probably like doubled their budget for their take for the year yeah. that's probably. why that's why <laughs> yeah. Seth's uh, stream got shut down because me and seth yeah. were <laughs> that's true mm-hmm. yeah. um so God, we need to end this because, like, I'd, one good uh, thing before we, because I, I think we should just rate. But one, one good thing about this movie, uh, the Christopher Walken dance scene. Oh yes, is absolutely wonderful. I he might have really, to try to YouTube that. Yeah, I'm sure we, it's on YouTube. He he 
dances all over a fucking bar, does a strip tease while he does it. Oh, yeah, uh, no. Like, we, we, almost, we almost log. got a hog log, but, Ugh. like, not quite. So, I, I feel like I, I saw a shadow of that dong flopping around in those boxes. <laughs> yeah, it's, like... it, it, it's clear that Chris, Chris, Chris Walken is a man who would Just wear... like that game, Shadow the Hedgehog? No, a lot oh, more dicks. No. Yeah. No. no, Shadow <laughs> Hog. Um, you know, when Chris you see Walken the shadow of that hog. Chris Walken is a man that would wear dance pants. So you mm-hmm. can't actually see the hog. You did mention that, like, yeah. He's got the dance yeah. belt on, so it's probably just that like, <laughs> yeah. like uh, football cup situation. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, and and according, I don't know. I haven't seen like whether or not this is confirmed or not. But at least according to Christopher Walken, both Fred Astaire and Gene Kelly gave him compliments on his oh, dance scene in this I movie. I mean, shit. He, he is a dancer for the. I would. Oh, sure. Shit. Like, Wait, they were both like a thousand years old, yes. but I would believe that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Fred Astaire in the died 80s? in like 1987. Yeah, he's yeah. ancient <laughs> in 81. Yeah. Yeah, Gene but Kelly even died then. in the 90s, uh-huh. I think. Yeah. So. Gene Kelly didn't die until like 93 or some shit. Yeah, yeah so. but they're really old in yeah. the 80s. However, yeah, I would believe that. They still have the eagle eye sure, for the nice. Chris Walken <laughs> dance. I mean, that, that number was quite good it was the that was, high, it's wonderful well, it, yeah. it is worth Only mentioning uh, redeeming factor doesn't of this show movie. up into the movie until minute 64 of uh Aww. maybe what 105 or something yeah what's his character oh, yeah. like is he anything he's, the pimp. he's, a, pimp. he's, he's a, pimp. a pimp oh that's right he's the pimp oh that makes it even better and he's not even in it like he literally has this bar scene it's kind of like your movie he well he's not a bartender but like <laughs> Uh, in yeah. the bar, he's there's in the Business in the mini series <laughs> that this is based on. He, the character he plays has a much more prominent role. Oh, yeah, um, just like the accordion player who kills the woman, just uh, like the woman who gets murdered. Famous? All of these plot devices, no, no, nope. actually matter. Yeah, turns out. Mm-hmm. Oh god, this movie is trash garbage, is. and no one should watch right. it. Let's get into I will, ratings. I will say that Christopher Walken says one awful thing. Uh, Burned up. Peters asked the bartender oh, for a lemonade, and he walks oh, over and yeah. goes, "How about putting some gin in there? That's a really nice drink for a lady." Like, <laughs> oh yep. god, that's oh, so like god. that's so, like stereotypical 1930s too. It's like they couldn't come up with any better. Yeah, he that. he plays mm-hmm. a deplorable character, but man, he dances. I mean, he's fucking literally pimp. a pimp. He's yeah. pimping mm-hmm. humans, but yes, um, indeed, interesting. All right, Seth, what's that thing? Oh boy. Okay, so the IMDb number uh, is a hold on six point five. Criminal. I'm telling ta- everything high. on IMDb that's not good is just everyone gives it a five or six and it ends up in yeah. that range somewhere. It's, it's like a, what's the only like a ten means anything. It has like means anything. four thousand nine hundred and ninety four votes. That is nothing. That is no votes. That's yeah. low. Oh, is that a palindrome? Uh, I mean, yes. Does that technically? Yeah. <laughs> like it's not he an interesting it. one, but yes. <laughs> right. Four nine well, nine it's four. It's got that going for it. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Tell no. us your thoughts on all things. Yeah, I mean, I already told you everything I want to say about the original. Oh, also, one of the things he wants his wife to do is put lipstick on her nipples. Yeah, that's that was the whole thing. Um, I very almost weird. turned. Wait, is this I, like rated R? I, is this like almost a porn? turned the movie was, off at this point? It was. 
That was so it was, upsetting. Oh, watching a a crying Jessica Harper open up a nightgown to show her. It was yeah, I, to show that she put far. lipstick on her nipples. Yeah, yeah no, it was really. And she goes, "You wanted this," and then he literally laughs at her, and then it was. Oh, it was. Yeah. Up. Is this oh, wait? Is this like so. rated R? There's like prostitutes and pimps and abortions and I, and rapes. I would imagine it's rated R. Think so? Probably. Yeah, There's but nipples. it's a fun musical. It's a fun musical, so it's probably cool. PG. <laughs> anyway, um, mm. this movie is sucks. Yep. It sucks. Uh-huh. It sucks so two, bad. Two. Wow. Yeah. That's. I've already. I read the synopses of the miniseries, and I don't know that I'll ever get around to watching it. Mm. But already, how, the, the how would you even find like it? Amazing. How, how would one even find it? <laughs> I don't know. BBC I, I don't online. VPNs just sign on to the the BBC okay. website. Yeah, like, yeah, welcome to the Russian yeah. internet. Like, I didn't find mm-hmm. it. Like, <laughs> Uh, Marielle, uh, group work makes the dream work. Famous rhyme. Famous uh, rhyme. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was a lot of fun uh, before I got to say my random nonsense, and then it was even more fun after I got to say my random nonsense. So, 10, 10, 10. Oh, 10. my God. Oh, wow. Okay. Whoa. Okay. Thank you. No, it's, it sounded like a lot of, it sounded like a blast. I think it you would be Literally so whatever fun. you want with it. Yeah. yeah. It was the kind of just fun movie that, I like and is the opposite of the real movie, oh, which is a total downer. Definitely is. Yeah. Uh, Seth? Um, well, first off, Troy McClure, um, his version <laughs> of... You uh, may recognize me from such films as, ouch, doctor, my brain. <laughs> and... um, that sounds like a Troy McClure. Why not? Totally. <laughs> Absolutely. Um. Uh. So. So. Marielle, of course. Troy McClure and your your boat drinks. Uh. <laughs> ridiculous. Um. And and of course the National Treasure crossover. Oh yeah. Mm. Fuck. Yeah. Um. I am. Hmm, I'm gonna give you a seven point six. Like the the independence. 1776. <laughs> 1776. Okay. <So, laughs> so, okay. <laughs> and the real movie? Yeah. The real movie? The real movie gets a. Oh my god, this fucking movie. I hate mm-hmm. it. Uh, it's so hard to watch. It was so boring. I had trouble even you had, watching You had it. objectively a hard time watching this. Again, oh, it took god. you six hours. You no, this, this movie made me. Like, I was just. I just like could not pay attention. Yeah. Like it, it actively mm-hmm. forced me to not pay attention. Yeah. That that sums this movie up quite well. It's just like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're like, oh wait, oh no, yep. <laughs> oh. Anyway, this gets a one point three. Wow, sir. Oh, wow. Okay. I wow. hated this movie. It was hard to watch. It was bad. I love Steve Martin, but I'm sorry, dude. Like, this is not a good movie. You should not be defensive of it. Oh, God, no. No, no, no. Uh, Seth, really quick. Uh, motion to say that anytime we rate a movie 7.6, we just call it a William Daniels. Oh, very good. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. You're not going to call it a John Hancock? Ooh. Well, he he's he I think he plays John Hancock in 1776. Oh, being literal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're um, right. Um, all right. So Yeah, bring us home. Yeah. Bring us home uh, for this bullshit. OG movie. 
The only points this movie gets is for Bernadette Peters fucking yes. acting her heart out. He Aww. plays John Adams. I'm sorry, that's my <laughs> uh-huh. okay. Sit down, John. <laughs> Sit down. Um, I, I literally wrote down, I think it was like 30 minutes in, which is way too soon, turns out. Um, but I was mm. like, Bernadette Peters is the only redeeming quality of this movie in any capacity whatsoever. Yeah. yeah. She is great, and she is trapped in this movie, it, we've done this before where you, Steve, Steve, you see Steve a, Martin's like final monologue where he is being hung yeah. is affecting. But beyond that, no. Hard disagree. I, you, you have to yeah. you have to no, think back. Think so? You have no. to think back. Right. No, not even a little. You have to think back about the rest of the movie and then you go like, nah, fuck that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, she was great, I guess. But yeah, I'm with I'm with the boys on this one. Uh, I'll go. Two three maybe, two point three. Oh, oh, these are savage scores. Yeah. Like this might be one of the it's worst quite ever. Bad. Yeah. This right? is a bad, bad movie. Yeah. Uh, no Mariel, sorry. Uh, your a your n- movies that you didn't go with were incredible. I think those had legs. Mm. Well, if not for agreed you know, for a two and a half maybe. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, this national treasure thing. Uh, uh, love it all the time. Uh, super good. I'm gonna leave this one in ten, ten, ten. Yeah. <gasps> boom, boom, bang. <laughs> I've had a ten in so long. Yeah. I, I mean, this was like I basically couldn't lose based on the yeah. scores for the OG. Well, so and we're yeah. we're gonna have to do a. Don't worry about that. You don't have to pretend. <laughs> no, nope. we're gonna do nope. a retrospective I like in I guess uh, one fifty six, and I think your differential is gonna. You're gonna be the oh highest differential God. for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's super fun. We have to do a fun. bunch of stuff. Oh man. Yeah, yeah you guys are in for right, well, a lot of work. Welcome to my life. With, there you go. Uh, with with that in mind, uh, next week, Zach, do you want to tell people what Fuck, next week? I have is? no yeah. idea. But I didn't plan for that. <laughs> oh, it's one fifty. Right. <laughs> you 150. do know what it is. God damn it, Zach! Next week is oh. one fifty. It's our Matrix. Right on. Yeah, that movie. Those, all those movies I don't want to watch. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. my god, mm-hmm. guys! This is a huge milestone. One hundred and fifty episodes. That's insane. Yeah. yeah, we really have terrible priorities. <laughs> 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 hey, hey! This is the the coronavirus. Like, yeah, we we don't have to have good. Nothing, nothing means anymore. anything. It's true. Yeah, I have to say, yeah. you know, I'm concerned that a lot of people now they're stuck at home will start podcasts, and we can say we've been doing this shit for a long time. Yeah, we've been you. here forever. Yeah, yeah. 150 episodes long before than that you. other podcast. Yeah. that does the we're, thing that we do. We're like the Kevin Smiths. Of oh shit. Mm, We're like the comments of nothing, please no. <laughs> By what you mean, we self finance our own shit and nobody really likes <laughs> it. <laughs> and make no um, money, yes. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> next week, I'm sorry, everyone, but we will be talking about three <sighs> Matrix movies. The Matrices. As we I we have already them. set rules for talking about at least two and three such that we do not get too deep into the whole fucking nightmare of the thing. <laughs> yeah i'm just it's, glad i don't have to watch oh fair yeah, yeah. No, fair. no lee and i watched them together i don't remember a single goddamn moment yeah, that sounds right <laughs> they were bad right. yeah I was, we were I drinking was, a bunch yeah. of uh, equivalent lillette uh <laughs> and a bunch of other like weird liqueurs mm-hmm. and it was mm-hmm. quite pleasant that part yeah. but oh my god yeah 
I was forced so, to watch the OG, the OG Matrix on cable the other oh, day. Oh, that's my, about to happen. That's my about loving to husband. Cable. First of all, the commercials my don't help. God. Yeah. But my God, it's it is it's not as good as I remember. Yeah. Like it doesn't hold up. <laughs> no, you're and an adult. It's sad. You're an I love adult that movie. Now. You're not a teenager. I might, listen. Yeah, guys, it's probably because I'm not in high school yeah, anymore. Guys. Stop. Okay, we'll Marielle, talk about you can come do a guest shot on the next episode. We got to save this for next time. Yeah, no. Okay. I'm going to watch it later tonight uh, mm-hmm. just to burn it out so we can record it next week because we're in the pandemic verse and <laughs> nothing matters anymore and there are no more days. <laughs> Let's just do this. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, Only well. podcast releases. That's how sure. I measure what? time. Uh-huh. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, I know uh, it's well. Monday when a new episode comes out. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Every Monday, cool. make sure I'm you rate, like, rate, and subscribe. Desperately trying to end this. Uh, <laughs> it has no, been no. Never. But, but remember, Lee has to minutes. edit this one. So, <laughs> hey, hey, until next hey, time, let's I'll watch. talk oh, more. Watching. That always okay. ends it. That always ruins the show. <laughs> All right, fair. Oh my god, that is truly the longest episode we've ever done. <laughs> That's not <laughs> not true. It's not true. It's not even close.